Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 48. Guys, we're so close to 50. Nifty 50. I'm excited. I'm really excited for today's episode. Um, my guest today, you guys know her very well. She's a prophetic voice, amazing prophetic voice, uh, anointed, appointed, all that good stuff. She's the founder of Marriage of the Land Ministries. Let's welcome Kelsey O'Malley. What hey. an introduction. Yeah. <laughs> Thank oh, yeah. you. So Kelsey, I'm I'm really excited about today's show because it's it's uh, kind of unique. It's well, I'll let you inter- introduce it. You're just going to go for it because I actually don't know a lot of what we're going to talk about. I want it to be a surprise. So I just saw the little intro, but it involves some prophecies from your from your grandma or prophetic words that she received. You you can intro it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. So um, it is going to be really exciting because one thing I know is that when words come from God, they never grow old. So like there's no stale anointed word of God. Mm-hmm. Once there's once the Lord speaks, especially from his heart about how much he loves you and how much you mean to him, those words can carry on from generation to generation to generation. And they're relevant to every single generation because it's the love of the father. It's, it's God's heart um, for us. So yeah, my grandma... She really, really loved the Lord. Yesterday, she would have been 99. So yesterday was her birthday, which is very interesting because the Lord said, when you guys asked me to come on, the Lord's like, I want you to share um, some of the words because I'm actually right now compiling a book um, with her words and with prayers from the Lord through me. So it's going to be her words and impartation through my prayers. So how many do you have of, of, of these types of words from her? Over a hundred. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So she, um, she loved the Lord and she used to, um, God would visit her in the night hours. Mm -hmm. So she would, um, wake up in the night and the Lord would begin speaking to her heart and begin downloading to her heart words from his heart straight to her heart. And she would get up in the middle of the night and she would turn on the lights and she would journal what the Lord would say. And then in the morning, she would type them on the typewriter. And so she has a book full of typewritered words of God. Um, and as uh, in her later years of life, she uh, got sick. And she ended up um, getting cancer. And so she would still wake up and and the Lord would still meet with her and she'd write these words. And so really her legacy that she left to our family and for all of you guys too, because now this is going out everywhere, which I know she's watching in heaven going, no way that the words you gave me are going out to thousands of people. This Mm -hmm. is incredible. But I want to just share on that because God is a God of legacy. And so we think that our walk with God is maybe just for us, you know, like the words, the Lord speaks to your heart, because many of you have received words from the Lord that you thought, oh, that's just personally for me. So you might have it in a journal somewhere, but I'm telling you the the best legacy my grandma could have left us was not money mm. or things or, and she didn't have anything. They lived in a trailer. They didn't have a lot of money, but she left us the most precious treasure, which is the word words from God's heart. Mm. You know, it's, it's unseen 
as as untangible like it's not a possession but it's it's really god's heart that she left us yeah, and it's I definitely have deeper, Bible than, deeper than a material possession you know big time so. i mean if you were to give me the choice would you rather have a binder full of words of god and her Bible and her notes, or would you rather have money? There's no question in my mind whatsoever yeah. of what I would rather have. Mm -hmm. And so she left this legacy of just, just her relationship with God. It's mm -hmm. written all in the pages of just how much God loves us. And, and he really gave that to her. And it's amazing because Jesus even said, unless a seed drops in the ground and dies, it doesn't bear any fruit. And so a lot of you who are maybe older and in, in a, a time period where you're not young, you're older, you've walked with God a long time and you have words written in books and in binders, please, please, please type those out, save them in a folder to give to your kids. Please do not think that that's not worth anything because that is so precious. Yeah. Um, anything you've received from God, make sure that it's all stored in a place where you can give it to your children or your grandchildren, because that could shift their walk and, and shift how they uh, live the path they go on, you know, for, for their entire lives until they go home and then they give it to their kids. So mm. it's a beautiful legacy to uh, leave behind. So I, I want to show you her picture really quick so you guys can see her. This is my grandma and my oh. grandpa. Let, wait, let me go that way. What's her name? Betty. Betty. And so anyway, so that's my grandma. So she'd wake up, the oh, Lord would great. wake her up in the night. And, you know, her marriage wasn't always perfect. And so her heart was very open to God in that sense. Mm of where she was very intimate with the Lord, where she would wait on him. She would wait on God and she would be faithful to study her Bible. You know, she'd be faithful to go to church. She'd be faithful to seek God. You know, these type of devotional letters don't come from a heart that's just flippant with God. Yeah. When, when I begin to read these words, I mean, it's really going to touch the deepest part of your heart. Um, it's mm -hmm. really going to bless you guys. But I just want you to know her walk was very intimate with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if he woke her up, she wouldn't say, oh, no, I'm tired. You know, <laughs> she would get up and be I've faithful never done to that. do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's easy for us. No, not right now, you know, but she would get up and be faithful to do that. Yeah. So. I'm just going to, I wrote down a couple of them. There's hundreds. Yeah. Once again, I'm compiling a book right now um, that I'm going to publish that will come out with all her words and with prayers and impartation and everything. Mm. But before I even begin to, to read them, I just want to pray over you guys because the Lord said through these words, it's really going to unlock places deep within your heart. And there's impartation through these words. So there's impartation for a night season of getting up with the Lord, for an mm -hmm. ear to be open to hear him, yeah. for a deeper um, commitment to Jesus. These, these words are going to stir something in you. It's going to stir a hunger in your heart for more of Jesus, I promise you. Uh, you're going to want more of the Lord. You're going to want to hear God like this. You're going to want to experience God like this. You're going to want to get woken up. So I know there's impartation on these words. So Father, I thank you right now that you left such a, a, a beautiful thing for us uh, here on earth. And I thank you, Lord, that uh, my grandma's heart was just so open to you, Lord, and that you're blessing now so many 
through her obedience and through her laid down life. And Father, I just ask that through these words, you would open hearts to yearn more for Jesus. That Father, you would use these words to stir something deep within us, God, that we need more of you. Mm -hmm. Father, that we wouldn't be satisfied with just a plain, easy walk, but that we learn how to sacrifice time for you. Lord, that we learn how to live for you, that our hearts would literally yearn to hear your voice, God, that we would do anything we need to do, Father, to get closer to you, that nothing would come before you, Father. I just pray that there would be an impartation of spiritual ears to open through these words, God, and that you would come and meet each and every one of these hungry hearts in the night season, Lord. And you would awake them night by night, Lord, and they would uh, write down your heart and that it would touch a generation, God. It would touch a generation, Lord, to bring them back to the Father's heart. Father, I just pray that uh, you would touch many now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the first word I'm going to read is from fall uh, 1993. And it's divine communication. And she writes, let not the enemy deter you or bring intimidation. You will have the victory. My children, I have anointed you. You are my precious jewels. Be steadfast, established on the rock, established upon my word. I have chosen you to be my witness, my light that shines forth in the darkness. Be joyful, be glad, for my word will not fail. Allow my spirit to teach you, to empower you, for my purposes are mighty, strong, and righteous. Go forth into battle with your banner raised. Thus saith the Lord, I am calling my people to me. My word says, come all that are heavy laden, and I will refresh you. The Spirit says, come unto me who are thirsty, and I will give you to drink of living waters. I have paid the price for your victory. I have given that you may receive. Remember my word that you may do it. No man will find victory except by the power of the cross. I laid down my life that you may have the provisions you need. Look to me. Come to me. My spirit is calling you to a higher place. Draw near to me and I will draw nearer to you. Put your whole trust in me. In me, you will find joy, power, and strength. My spirit enables you and empowers you to walk close to me. As you encounter the tribulations of the world, be of good cheer. Applaud and rejoice at all times, for I have overcome the world. I have gotten the victory so that you can have the victory. Rejoice. Your redemption draws near. Look up. Come to me, for I'm watching over you. You are my precious jewels. Be not afraid nor dismayed. I am with you even unto the end of the world. You are mine. Allow the comfort of my spirit to uphold you. My word is truth. Walk ye in it. Mm. And so just those, I mean, they're powerful identity words from God of, you know, he's, he's speaking into who we are, oh, you know, yeah. you're my precious jewels. 
I have anointed you. Do not fear. Mm. You know, it's all scripture. When you read through all, all of right. her words, it's all scripture. But God's quickening um, her heart not to fear. And that's a common thing that the Lord would speak a lot would be fear not. Mm. Because um, it, it's amazing, too, the words that she has of the fear coming upon the world and the darkness that's covering the earth. You know, the Lord was preparing hearts and is still preparing hearts in the same way. And the thing that I, that I find in these, they're the common theme that still speaks to us, that we're precious to God and he cares very much about us. Mm -hmm. And God will again and again try to build the hope in us that Jesus Christ is all in all, mm -hmm. that, that we don't look to the world and we don't look to man. Or yeah. we don't look to situations or circumstances, but we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. We, we keep our focus on Jesus. And the thing I love about the Lord is, and this is true for all of us, and I know all of you have experienced this. If you've ever been going through a really hard time and you just stop and you close your eyes or you actually take five or ten minutes to just stop and focus on the Lord and his goodness. And you notice everything sort of goes away. It's, it's like the enemy can't touch you there mm -hmm. because there's a higher place that we can go as Christians. There's a higher place that we can go in the spirit. In the natural, we can't get there. We can't get to the higher places in the natural because there's too much distractions for us that we can't. We have to do it in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so just like he's saying to her, uh, in 93, he's saying to us now in 2022, yeah. get in the spirit and look above, depend on my son, depend on my hope, my goodness, my joy. You know, God says to her, rejoice, mm -hmm. rejoice when, when you see tribulation, rejoice because I have the victory. Mm -hmm. And so if we actually, if you let that become true to you, You'll, you'll see your life won't be the same. And God's calling us higher. You know, we're in the Laodicean era um, of the church. You know, the seven, uh, uh, John wrote to the seven churches. The last one was the church of Laodicea. And, you know, God's saying, you think you're rich and you have everything, but you're poor, blind, and naked. And, and people, and, you know, what does that mean? Oh, you think you have everything. Well, if you look at the society we live in right now in 2022, man, do we have everything or what? Mm -hmm. I mean, we have everything. We don't even have to leave our homes to preach the gospel. Right. We, I mean, in the natural, things that we can look at, created things, boy, do we have an abundance of those. Mm -hmm. But God's saying you need a, an abundance of the uncreated things like peace, joy happiness, gentleness, kindness, love, uncreated things. That's what we need. We need an abundance of that. So, you know, it's like uh, the Lord says, I, I, I admonish you to, to purchase or to buy eye salve so you can see. Well, we have to purchase it, right? Which means it's not for free. It's going to mm -hmm. cost us something. And I think my grandma found the cost that so many of us don't want to pay which is complete surrender to the spirit of God. Yeah. And, and we need to 
inwardly look at our lives and say, Lord, I want to purchase I self. Mm-hmm. I want gold refined by fire. I want faith that's unmovable, unshakable, where my rock is really Jesus Christ. I want to I want to be victorious. I want to be an overcomer, God. You know, I, I want my crown of victory. I want to sit on the throne with you. I want to inherit a white stone, you know, that says my new name. We want all these things, but they're definitely not free. Right. Yeah. And I, it's interesting you're bringing this up because I, I was, this is something that the Lord has really been speaking to me about lately is just sacrifice. And, 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 and even I was listening to a quick little blip message by Rick Pino online and, and he was talking about worship and he was talking about how it costs something. And, and, you know, you can, I've heard that so many times, but then there's when God is doing something in you and then you hear it for the 50 millionth time, but all of a sudden that 50 millionth time you're in a place where it really resonates with you. Um, and so, yeah, I made like a quick joke, you know, I wasn't trying to make light of being interrupted by the Lord. I was actually kind of pointing out my, even what my own struggle is as, as a human to, cause there are times where the Lord wakes me up and I was actually having this thought last night, not knowing that we were going to be talking about this, talking about, yeah, I remember when you would wake me up at four, three, four in the morning and you would show me things and you would, you would speak things to me and realizing that there's a part of me that got busy or got, uh, so this is very, this is, this is raw and this is real. <laughs> and, and it's because you're, you're very prophetic, Jeff, that yep. you're picking that up the night before we talk mm-hmm. about that. Um, but yeah, there, you know, this is the thing is, is people like to say, you know, oh, I love the seasons of visitation. I love where God comes and I'm having dreams and visions and God speaking to me. But it's the reality is just exactly what you said. I got busy. Mm-hmm. And so it stopped happening. Yeah. And that is the truth. We like to blame God and say, oh, you know, it's a time. It's a season. It's a time of visitation. No, our lives should be visitation. Yeah always. Mm -hmm. We should be having dreams and visions always. Mm. You know, there's no limit to how much the Holy Spirit wants to reveal to us. You know, if anything, God, God's constantly wanting to give good gifts to us. He's constantly wanting to reveal his heart to us, to reveal tomorrow to us, to reveal the future to us always constantly. But the problem is exactly what you said is there's so many things in the time and day we live in right now to totally distract us from what God has for us. And I'd be lying to you if I said that I don't have to force myself to seek God. Mm -hmm. I'd be lying to you if I said, oh, it's so easy. I just, you know, get rid of it. No, that's not true. I'd be lying. I force myself most of the time to seek God because my flesh would rather, um, you know, it's not that I'm watching anything bad. I usually watch teachings on YouTube from old school preachers, you know, um, that's, I, I like to do that. I enjoy doing that. Um, or I'll be reading a book or something, but you know, I force myself to say, no, I'm going to go wait on God. Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to go worship, you know, no, I'm going to go take a walk and pray in the spirit. You know, I force my flesh to do it because my Mm -hmm. flesh doesn't want to do it. And there's so many distractions that, trust me, if I didn't make myself, I wouldn't. 
Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. You know, and so yeah. you, there comes a point where you do. It's it's not easy. It's not easy just, to, oh, well, everything's so easy. Jesus says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And what he means by that is that everything that you're carrying, the heaviness of sin and guilt and shame, we exchange that for his burden, which is easy and his yoke is light. But your flesh is an enemy of God. Mm -hmm. The scripture says that, that your flesh can't please God. It's impossible for your flesh Mm -hmm. to please God. That's why we have to live in the spirit. Mm -hmm. We have to live in the spirit. And so when we do sacrifice and we do say, you know what, God, seeking you is more important than anything else. And if I have to fast, if I have to give up whatever, if I have to give up, if I have to pray, if I have to wake up early or stay up late, God, I'm going to do it because you're my bread. Mm. You're my yeah. sustenance, Lord. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have my sustenance, that means I'm going to be malnutritioned. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm going to get really skinny in the spirit, which in the yeah. natural I'd enjoy. But in the spirit, <laughs> you, you don't want to be yeah. skinny. Yeah. You want to be huge in the spirit. Right. You want to be full and plump and full of God's Mm -hmm. presence. And so, you know, we'd be lying to you if we said, oh, it's just so easy. It's just no. And and the truth is, is let's be honest right now. Let's be honest with ourselves and look in the mirror and be and and weigh ourselves according to the word. Let's just do that real quick. Mm -hmm. And it's not an easy thing to do. But if God's left you, if, if you're not having encounters or experiences, God's left you. Well, you need to take a good hard look and say, Lord, why have you left me? Mm. Lord, why am I not hearing your voice anymore? Why am I not dreaming anymore? Lord, what's going on with me? Because I can tell you one thing and promise you one thing. It's not God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's always pouring out, you know, he's full of living water, which is constantly Mm -hmm. flowing from the throne of God. And it's constantly flowing. He doesn't put a, a dam in the living water and go, Oh no, they've had enough. That's God's God of plenty. He's, Mm -hmm. he's not doing that. So we have to then, you know what you do. Okay. You recognize that you're not hearing God or you're not experiencing God. Like you used to take action, take action and say, you know what? I'm going to start a fast this week. You know, I'm, I'm going to let go of this this week because God, I'm more hungry for your voice than I am for anything else. And we constantly, that's going to be in our walk all the time, you know, because there's a lot of hindrance on earth from the enemy. There's a lot. It's, it's easy when you get in the spirit because we're, we're seated in heavenly places. When you get in the spirit, you're high above all the nonsense. That's why the hardest thing about getting in the secret place is the first five minutes is actually sitting down and waiting. That is the hardest part of getting in the secret place. Everything else is easy. Because yeah. you just get sucked right into to his presence and his glory. And then once you're there, you never want to leave. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, Lord, this is so wonderful. And you're getting filled and refreshed. The hardest thing is sitting in the chair and waiting. That is the hardest thing uh, to, to finding God and seeking God. So, you know, my grandma learned that secret, which was I'm going to pursue God over everything else. And he's my number one. And there's not going to be a night that I don't expect him to come. 
There's, there's not going to be anything before the Lord. And I can tell you, my grandma lived that way, that the Lord was always first. She never missed a Bible study. She never missed a church. She never, she, she was full blown, um, going to do what God had called her to do. And we need to be the same, but there's, there's many more distractions now on the earth. So it's definitely harder in the, the time and the day we live in than it was for her. You know, yeah, they had TV and everything, but they didn't have cell phones and YouTube and uh, Netflix and, uh, every, you know, iPhones that play. Mo- I mean, everything is it's crazy. It but, is crazy. You know, they didn't have that. And so but we have to determine in our hearts to seek God like that. And I'm telling you, God will show up. Mm-hmm. He, he, he will show up and he rewards those who diligently seek him. And he, he's a God where if, if you ask him to come, he's not going to say, oh, no, you know, you're not worthy. The Lord's going to come, um, you know, so but it is your heart. He's looking at the heart. So mm-hmm. it's important that we get back and say, you know what, God, I want you to come and visit me and I'm going to pay the price. Even yeah. though I'm busy at work and doing all this, I'm, I'm going to pay the price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, so I, let, I do, like, do you want to add the, anything? Yeah, well, I was just going to say, just to add to that, she even says, draw near to me and I will draw nearer to you while she's speaking a word of the Lord, which is, I, I forget what scripture that is, but that's it an is. actual promise from God. Yes. You know, so you were saying, oh, God doesn't build up a dam and go, oh, you've had enough. We're yeah. going to hold back. Now, maybe there's sometimes, you know, where God is like, I want you to take what I've given you and I want you to apply it and yes. then we'll do more. So there may be times where, but in terms of damming up the, the rivers of, uh, you know, living water, you know, he's not, he's not going to do that. No. So, but no. I just love that draw near to me and I will draw nearer to you, um, is a promise. It's an, it's a, in, God's word does not return void, you know? No. So. That's exciting. I I love that verse. So me too. Yeah. Me too. It's it's it is a beautiful promise, and that's that's who the Father is. I mean, He's not up in heaven mad at us and saying, "I don't want to spend any time with you," yeah. and you know, "I'm not going to visit you." That's not the love of the Father. You know, the Father is constantly wanting us to come into His presence and spend. He wants to spend time with you. Believe it or not. He wants to sit with you. He wants to enjoy your company. He wants to feast with you at a table. He wants to give you good and precious things. You know, God has an awesome plan and a future for you, a hope for you. So he he wants to spend time with you, but it's it's not him that's holding it back. I just want people to know that. It's not the father going, oh no, it's us. It, it is our walk. It is our lifestyle. You know, we need to buy iSelf, purchase iSelf so we can see. We need to get into the realm of the spirit. We need to get our hearts and our minds set on Christ Jesus. You know, he's seated above and we're seated with him. We need to do that. We need to stop being so focused on the natural and we need to come up higher. Honestly, mm-hmm. we, need, we, need to, we need to sow into our spiritual life more. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we need to do that more. Um, okay. I'm going to read another word from her of fall 1993. The Lord says, my child, I have spoken truth that which I have spoken will come to pass. I have chosen you for my glory. Rise up and prepare for these last days. 
My word will be accomplished. You are seeing it come to pass. Gird up your loins with truth, for truth will stand. Be not dismayed, nor afraid. I have promised to uphold you and keep you. There will be darkness and gloom, but my glory will never be quenched. You have the victory because my son had the victory. You are my children, joint heirs with Jesus. My plans for you are good. There will be doubters and scoffers. There will be men of fierce countenance. They're instruments of the adversary who go around seeking whom they may devour. Look to me. I am the good shepherd. As you obey my word, you will have the victory. My word declares it and it will be accomplished. Mm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So see how even this is a 93. That's timely. <laughs> I mean, right? Because yeah. the word of the Lord stands. Mm -hmm. So it it's there's no time stamp on any of these words because it's his heart for us. You know, he's saying, listen, there's going to be darkness. There's going to be darkness and gloom. He says, but my glory will never be quenched. So we, the glory of God is coming through each and every one of you. Every one of your laid down lives brings glory to God. So every time you decide privately when no one's there that you're going to pray. You decide to seek God. No one sees you. All this stuff that you've done for God, no one's seen. What does yeah. that do? It brings glory to the Father. Mm -hmm. So it releases glory in the earth. We like to think of a glory as, oh, it's a meeting that's really good with a cloud, and that's the glory of God. No, your life laid down in sacrifice is glory unto God. That is God's glory. And it can't be quenched because the church is baptized in one spirit, one body all over the earth. The church is not a building where we go and there's a person on stage with a microphone preaching the word. You are the church. You're, you're living stones. That's what the Bible says. We're living stones. We build up the temple. We are living temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So your walk with God releases glory. That's why it can never be quenched. Because you you are the aroma. You, you are the, the glory carrier. And that's why he says to her, you know, you carry the glory. You know, you are the ones, you're a jewel. You reflect my glory into the earth. So it doesn't have to necessarily be a meeting where everyone's falling out. I mean, I've had where I'm sure you can attest to. Actually, I think, yeah, I think you were the, you watched the Sid Roth episode. It fell out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yes. yeah, the glory of God can come without it's if it's not corporate. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing my makeup before and uh and I was in my bathroom doing my makeup just talking to the Lord and I was in the middle of talking to God and fell out because the weight of God's presence came into my room. I didn't know it was coming. It just came into my room and I fell sideways onto the carpet under the weight of God's glory and just started laughing. I mean, it was, God doesn't need a huge gathering. He loves when we meet together in unity. You know, the Bible says, don't neglect meeting together. We need mm -hmm. to do that. But he can come with his power in his presence anytime he wants to. Yeah. You know, we, we can't restrict him and say, oh, you can only move at church or at conferences. No, really right now, I'm not kidding. Right now through the screen, 
God can start to manifest his very presence, his very glory, the weight of who he is, the joy of who he is, the peace of who he is can can start to fill the room where you're at right now. And you're just by yourself. The Lord can come in that way. Mm -hmm. And he can come like he would come to, to my grandma at night. He can come to you anytime. You know, you like, I don't know if you've told that story. Um, I have. I don't think I have. So it was back when we were going to have you on Elijah's dreams for the first time. And so I, I like to do research. I, I, you know, even if I, even if I'm just spectating, um, you know, um, on working on Elijah streams, but especially with this, I love to do research on the guest. And, and so I was watching your interview with Sid and you were praying and I just, I was going down. Like I, I, and I think I was sitting on a chair or I, I have a big chair that I sit on and, and I felt myself falling over and I was like, dude, I was like, I do not want to fall from this height. And so like, I like got down and had to just like controlled fall, like hit the wall and like slid down <laughs> and then just stayed there for, I don't know, 20 minutes, half an hour. I don't know. And I was just crying. And, um, oh yeah, so it was, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> That's an <laughs> awesome fall. story. So yeah. see, I mean, God is really, he's, he, we can't limit him right. to how he wants to come. And, you know, once again, even in 93, he's, he's saying, you know, don't be afraid. I have promised to uphold you and keep you. Yeah. So God is, God is the one who upholds us with his mighty right hand. God is the one who shelters us in his presence under his wing. God is the one who says, dwell in my presence. He keeps us. He even sends angels charge to watch over us. You know, the Lord is constantly, he cares about us so much. So much more than I think we even let in our minds because we live in a world that really is just so evil. Mm -hmm. It's hard to wrap our minds around the love of God, mm -hmm. you know, but God is love and, and his heart is for you. And even, uh, even when my grandma died, you know, my mom was sleeping. She wasn't at the hospital that night, or I'm sorry, at hospice that night. And uh, my mom was sleeping and someone shook my mom awake. And she woke up and looked at the clock. The first wow. thing she did, woke up, look at the clock. And that was the exact minute and hour that my grandma went home wow. to be with the Lord. So an angel came and woke up my mom. And so she could see the time, you know, because she wasn't there. Mm. And, and this is how God, this is who God is. God cares about every single detail of our lives. God, God cares. It's, mm -hmm. he doesn't say, oh, well, that's too bad. No, he, I mean, he sent an angel to wake my mom up because she wasn't there to see the time. Mm. I mean, that's how much he loves my mom and he loves you the exact same. He's no respecter of persons, yeah. you know, and I'm sure there's been many times where all of us have encountered angels. We just didn't know we were encountering them. You know, a lot of times we entertain angels unaware. That's what the Bible says. And you do, you entertain angels unaware. If there's ever been a time where something has happened to you and there's been someone there to help you right away. And then all of a sudden they're just, you can't say thank you. You can't, they're just gone. I mean, I know that's happened to many people. And well, there's angels. God will send his angels to keep charge over you. Even messenger angels. Um, you know, angels are very much a part of a, should be part of a believer's life. 
And it's not, and people are crazy that say, oh, you worship angels or whatever. You right. know, that talk always comes up. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, we, we, we worship Jesus Christ and angels yeah. are, are, our friends, you know, they're messengers sent from God, you know, that's mm -hmm. who they are. And even if you did try to worship an angel, to be honest, they would say, don't do that. Right. If they're of the Lord, they will yes. say, no, don't. Yes. They wouldn't let you. So even if you did, and in the, the presence of an angel is incredible and so powerful. Um, it's, it's so, so powerful. It's overwhelming. And anytime you have an encounter with God, you you're left in awe and mm -hmm. all in wonder. If you've had a genuine encounter with the Lord, a lot of times you can't even speak about it for days because you're 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 so in awe of God's goodness. Mm -hmm. And what happened to you just ponders in your head. And it's kind of yeah. like Mary with Jesus. You know, when he was a, he was 12 years old, they found him in the temple listening to the teachings of the rabbis um, and they come back and find Jesus. And they're like, what are you doing? We're looking for you for three days. You know, what do you, and he's like, don't you know, I'm, I'm to be here consumed with my father. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that Mary didn't understand that, but she treasured the words of Jesus in her heart and she pondered them often. So, and then it says the same thing about when Jesus was born and the shepherds saw the angel in the field. And they came and, and they said, we, angels came and sang. And we saw all these angels announcing the birth of your son. It said in the Bible that um, Mary pondered all that stuff in her heart. Mm. And that's that's what happens with, with encounters with God, whether he speaks to you in the night or whether he sends an angel. Um, these things, it marks you. It yeah. does something to you. And there's freshness always on a special appointed encounter between you and Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's why we should always share our testimony when God allows us, when he releases mm -hmm. you to share it, please share it, please write it down, please share it because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And we need to share our testimony more often. And we need to share the wonder in the awe again of God, because mm. whenever I talk about this, I feel the presence of God so strong. Mm. And I also, it stirs up my spirit to seek God more when I talk about the awe and wonder of God. Yeah. So to add to that, because there are some people who are going to be like, well, yeah, but Kelsey, I don't have a testimony like you. I don't, I never walked away from the Lord and I never, I never did either you guys. And you know what? Like, that has so much power in it because there were moments where my friends were doing drugs and I was like there, I cannot do this because there was a moment for me where I obviously, I didn't, I, I accepted the Lord as a kid yeah. and then I sort of walked away from the Lord, but I never fully, fully walked away. But there is a time where I mark where I say, okay, from this age to this age, I definitely was not walking with the Lord. Rebellious. I know what was in my heart, you know, <laughs> but in those times, even there was something inside of me that said, there's no reason why I shouldn't be doing this. And I even, I was 14, 15, 16. I was like, I don't, this is, I can't do this. This, this is wrong. And then I would get like, I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here. Um, so I, I think don't discredit what the Lord is doing. It did it through you. If you, if you actually lived a more holy li like life than I did when I was, you know, in high school, praise God, 
that's amazing. Don't discredit the fact that you heeded the word of the Lord and his conviction in your life. Come on. Like that's, do not discredit that. So. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate. And get your eyes fixed on eternity because you're storing all those years of storing up rewards. Mm. You know, for eternity, you're going to reap those rewards, which me and Jeff, the time that we rebelled against God and walked away, Mm -hmm. we're not able to reap that time of rewards for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And to be steadfast in the Lord is very important to God. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And the truth is, is that the goodness of God in your life is a testimony. Just any good thing that happens to us is from the Father of Lights. It is a testimony. Any single good thing. You can have a testimony every day. You know what? I woke up today. My testimony today, I woke up today. I felt wonderful. I I enjoyed my day. I got to sit outside a little bit and meditate with the Lord. I'm so thankful I got to do that. I mean, that's a testimony for me today is I felt God's presence today. I, I connected with Jesus Christ today. What higher testimony can you possibly have than spending time with the King of Kings and the Master and Lord of all. Tell me a higher testimony than being in the presence of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that is the pinnacle of life, is being (laughs) with the Lord. And so that is an incredible testimony just every day. And mine was that I was very grumpy, and then I stopped and I spent, spent some time soaking in His presence, And I can declare that he is the Prince of Peace and that I had the peace of God wash over me in the midst of feeling tense and frustrated. So praise God. Amen. See, testimonies every day. And, you know, we need to share the goodness of God. And I want to share a prayer tactic um, about the goodness of God. If, If you go in to seek the Lord and you start thanking him for all the good things that he's done for you, and you just start thanking him, you're going to feel the presence of God come in so strong because we enter to to be with him through praise, Mm -hmm. through worship, through gratitude, being grateful of all he's done for us. So that's a a big, um, when you wait on God and you're getting into the presence of the father and you're looking to him, start thanking him for his goodness. Mm -hmm. And pretty soon you'll either be weeping or crying or feeling the Lord so strong because he comes, he always comes when you talk about him. They even, Mm -hmm. the Bible talks about a book of remembrance being written whenever we talk about the Lord. So like Mm -hmm. every time you do a show um, or every time you're at home with your wife talking about the goodness of God, there is a scribe angel recording that in a book of remembrance. And so every one of these shows is documented in in those books. And so it'll be cool when we get to go home to heaven and be like, hey, remember that episode? Look, it's right here. Yeah. (laughs) Because it just, and all your conversations with your family, you know, they're Mm -hmm. recorded in that book. Yeah, that's really cool that you said that because we had uh, someone that we were, while we were talking with Krista, Elisha, my wife and I were on the phone. And she was like, hey, the Lord just showed me that there's actually a scribe angel that follows you two around mm. to to record exactly what you described, you know, and and she was like, I can see him now. And she described what he looked like and everything. So, wow. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm confirming that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? OK, let me read another one uh, yeah. for you guys. This is from 
uh, January 14th, 1994. Really quick, how far back do these go? So I'd have to look at the earliest date, but probably like late 70s. Wow. Wow. Early 80s. Yeah. I know. I'm telling you, I I'm not trying to sell the sell the book or anything, but when if you when it comes out, if you want to need to be encouraged in the Lord and need to read words from God, if you're not hearing God fully yet for yourself and you need to hear the Lord of how he speaks and what what he's like in his personality, this it would really, really bless you to get. I know it'll bless so many people. Mm. And once again, which is amazing because her race is not still she's still running it on Earth. She's not here. But yeah. her legacy of oh, what what a legacy, like, what her obedience. Like, yeah, it's amazing. So when you're mm-hmm. obedient to God and, you know, she didn't obviously you don't know at the moment what's going to happen. But God has a bigger plan for you than, you know, mm. a way bigger plan. So um, it's amazing. So anyways, OK, this is January 14th, 90, 1994. The Lord said, you are baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire. The fire of my spirit will cause a blaze that will burn away the resistance of the enemy over my people. Allow the fire to burn within you. I have placed fire with and in my people to accompany my spirit to bring power to my people. Call them out of darkness. Speak my word over the situation. Trust in me to bring it to pass. My word is truth. I will watch over my word to perform it. You will see my power in the sanctuary in places where my people are praying. Have faith in God as my word proclaims, give the devil no place. You have my word and you will overcome as you use it in the manner I have spoken. Do not fear and do not be dismayed. I am with you and will not leave you comfortless. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And so she's talking about the the baptism of fire in the Holy Ghost. And I love how the Lord says to her, it will burn away the resistance. Hmm. We need that. We need the burning away of resistance because so many times we resist what God wants to do through us by having some type of justification of why I can't do it today, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I can't do it today, Lord. I'm you know, I love this one is I'm not, I'm not prepared. What, when the truth is, is that, and that's the, that's the power of the Holy spirit. That's the, the power of the uh, baptism of fire is it burns away all that dross of I'm not good enough. I'm not qualified. All the excuses that you would make, the fire of God comes in and burns that away and the boldness of the Holy spirit comes upon you. And she talks about, or the Lord says to her, I'm with you and will not leave you comfortless. And who is the Holy Spirit? He is the comforter. And so he, he's going to come in and comfort us in our weakness. And he's going to come in and build us up in our faith. And so uh, you hear a lot of people talking about, you know, the, the baptism of fire. And this is the revelation God's given me on that. God told me for the baptism of fire that I just, I don't hand that out like I do 
the, you know, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the scripture says, if you believe in the Messiah, I believe it's in Galatians, if you believe in the Messiah, then you qualify to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's when you believe in Jesus, that is your free gift to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. The fire is a different baptism than the baptism of the Holy Spirit. They're separate baptisms. The baptism of fire comes upon a person who has fully yielded and given themselves to Christ, to Jesus. They have fully given their whole lives to God. And what does God do? He says, okay, I see that you're serious about this. You're not uh, being tossed to and fro. You're not double-minded. I see that you're, you're, you're for my son. And I believe the fire comes when God finds you faithful and finds you uh, not compromising. And the fire comes on you because when the fire comes on you, you'll, things change in your life. I I mean, I can give you a personal testimony that your life changes. You become bold. You become strong in the Lord and his might. You don't waver. You, that dross gets burned away and, and you realize, you know what? I'm here on earth for a reason. I'm here for a reason. I have a purpose in God and he's given me everything I need to fulfill that purpose. And no matter how strong I may seem to the earth, like, oh, wow, she's a Jesus freak. That's what they used to you know, call, oh, you're a yeah. Jesus freak. That's the highest compliment someone could ever give you. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, wow, you're really sold out for God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. I'm fully sold out for God. I've, you know, it's something to be proud of. And Mm -hmm. the fire brings a boldness and it does, it burns away resistance. It burns away the excuses that maybe we would have used. Let me tell you something about if you're qualified to preach the gospel to your friends and family, if you're qualified to lay hands on the sick, you are qualified. You are a hundred percent qualified. You don't need to go to Bible school. I never went to Bible school. The Holy Ghost is my teacher and he leads me to earthly teachers. He leads me and guides me in all my ways and he will equip you, empower you, baptize you, refresh you, comfort Mm -hmm. you. Jesus Christ has given us everything we need. He is all authorities been given to him, which he gives to us. So you're qualified and a lot of places will try to snuff out the fire. And, and I'm here to tell you, I, I'm, I want to burn, I want to throw gasoline on your fire. If I, if you come like a lot of the women's, when I do the women's meetings that the women that come, I'm pouring gasoline on their fire because you know what? They are qualified. They're more than qualified to do the works that God has predestined already. That's written in, in the Bible. He's predestined us to do good works, which he's called us to do. That's for every believer. You don't have to go to Bible school to do that. Each yeah. and every one of you are qualified from the Lord to do what he's called you to do. You, you each have a ministry. Every single one of you has a ministry. You need to find out what that is. And then when you find out what that is, you need to do it with the help of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You need to cry out for the baptism of fire and say, Lord, I'm serious. I want to serve you. Lord, burn up in me what's not of you. And cry. We need to get serious about this type of stuff and stop. Mm-hmm pushing it in the back room. You know, it's like deliverance as well. They push deliverance in the back room a long time. You know, mm. oh, go do that in the back room. No, Don't want to scare people. Yeah. People need to see that. They need to see the Holy Spirit moving. 
Don't take people in the back, lay hands on them to pray and prophesy. People need to stand up with boldness and proclaim the word of the Lord. You know, I was talking to the other day, I was talking to one of Sid Ross producers who was part of Toronto. He actually filmed um, all of the Toronto, made a documentary about it, about the revival in Toronto. And we were talking, we were saying about how the church just needs to let the Holy Ghost just move. We need to stop blocking him. Just let him move. You know, mm-hmm. even on even on stuff like this, let's let him move. What are we scared mm-hmm. of? Yeah, we, we should be scared of man in his ways, not God in his ways. And so we need to let him move. And so I was saying, you know, I just miss miss the days, honestly, where people would get up in church, not the pastor, not the head intercessor, just a person would stand up and begin to prophesy, would begin to speak the word of the Lord. They get moved upon through the spirit of God. And they would stand up and say, the Lord says, and they would just begin to speak forth the word of the Lord. And in unison, the whole body would come together and say, amen, hallelujah. And then someone else would stand up and prophesy the word of the Lord. We were so far off from that in the days we're in. The, the Holy Spirit wants to come in and break in and break out. Mm-hmm. He, he's sick and tired of being caged. He's going, let me go. Let me free. You know, don't worry about your flesh and what people think about you. Let me come out and say what the Lord's saying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time for us to receive words from God as a believer and speak up and speak forth the word of God. It's mm-hmm. it's t- it's not time for the prophets to be pushed down and the fire to be the water to be poured on the fire. No, God's pouring gasoline mm-hmm. on his children, on his church. And he's raising up people who are pouring gasoline on the everyday believers and saying, go out and do the works. Amen. It's it's a Bob Jones called it a nameless and faceless generation because that's what it is. It's nameless and faceless. Why? Because we don't care. If you took my name out and never said it, I could I could care less. Right. I don't care. It's yeah, not about same. that. It's about stirring you up and, and letting you know who you are in Christ and leading you deeper and deeper and deeper into Jesus. Yeah. So you go out and you lead others deeper and deeper to Jesus. I encourage the women who come on to the meetings. I say, start your own Bible study. Do something with whatever you're receiving here. Please give it away. Yeah, that's good. You know, don't hold it for yourself. Hmm. Amen. Go ahead. What yeah. What do you want to say? No, I I actually forgot because I was so focused on that <laughs> that thing. But oh, one thing I actually I remember now. Thank you, Lord. Is that there are a lot of people in our generation and younger who grew up in the church and ultimately walked away from the Lord. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of it is because there's a lot of reasons, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But there's but one big one is no power in the church whatsoever like bored like if you go to church and you leave bored that's not good like Mm -hmm. that's that's not good um because god is not boring and it took me that's one of the reasons why i walked away from the lord for a, a short while uh rebellious um was was that i was like well i just don't you know i just you know i was going to a Lutheran church and nothing against Lutherans. Uh, but it, for, for me, it definitely was the church we were going to just wasn't, there was nothing, you know, yeah. there was no. So, yeah. The truth is the, the spirit until 
we come in communion with Jesus Christ. And until he fills us through our revelation of Christ, we're always going to feel like you did, where Mm -hmm. you feel empty. Like this is not doing anything. I'm not growing. I'm not nothing because your spirit's desiring an experience with Jesus Christ to know him, to be in his presence. That's why when I, even when I talk to you, my, at any moment, I'm expecting God to break out in, in revival. And I'm serious at any moment I come on and do anything. I'm always expecting God. I never know what God's going to do because I let him guide what he wants to do. And I never know. I just say, God, do what you want to do. I, you know, but that's the thing that's missing is, is there was no true fellowship and communing with Christ. And so you'd feel really empty because you wouldn't feel the presence of the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have that. And and that's the thing is, and that's similar to what happened to you instead of not, even though I wasn't feeling that either, I, I not only didn't feel it, but they poured water on my fire. They tried Mm. to pour water on my fire. If that's not of God, women can't minister, women can't preach that vision's not of God. When it, it came to pass four years later in the church, the exact vision God gave me. And it's like, you know, that's what would happen. But I'm telling you, there's a time right now where God's, that's not, God's done with that. Right. It's now I'm raising up many. It's not just one here, one there. It's many. It's an army of God who are going to be full of the fire where the resistance is burned away. And then what happens is they're like a flame. They go to another candle who has oil, but they just don't have the fire. Because if you have the oil, but you've not been sparked yet, you're not going to burn. You need the oil of intimacy, but you need the fire and the zeal of the Holy Spirit to light your candle. And a lot of times God will use someone on fire for the Lord to come alongside you and light you up. Mm -hmm. And so you can burn. But when you burn, you burn the oil of intimacy. So you have to keep going back. Once you're burning, don't ever stop going back to the source of the oil. And that's also shut down a lot of moves of God too. Oh, is yeah. God lit the candle and then they burned up all the oil that they had through intimacy. And then the flame goes out because without the source, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. So we always have to have that communion with Jesus Christ. And the thing I love is once you become so in love with him and really encounter him, you can't wait to go back to him. Like yeah. he is everything. Mm-hmm. He is everything. And so once you get oil and then you get sparked, the Lord will use you in a mighty way, even if it's just locally in, in trust me, God, even if it's just words of the Lord that you write and save in a journal, God will use everything when it's of him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let anything go to waste. You know, he gave me that revelation about the loaves and the fishes when he multiplied um, the, the two fish and the five loaves. It mm-hmm. said that they had 12 baskets left over. And Jesus said to the disciples, Go around and pick up everything that's left over and collect it. And the Lord said to me, I use everything that I've given you. I don't let anything go to waste. And he was talking about every every time you've had a dream, every time you've had a promise of God, any time you've experienced the Lord in any way, shape or form, any time he's spoken to you, he never lets that go to waste. There is not one promise from God that he will not fulfill. Unless you absolutely in full unbelief are going, I don't believe that's God. No, no. Well, you're tying his hands. Yeah. But 
there's not one promise. There's no, Jesus told me there's no leftovers. I don't leave leftovers. I use everything. I collect it all and I'm going to use everything. And so that's, that's really uh, encouragement to each and every one of you because everything you've ever done for the Lord, you know, it's not wasted. I promise you it is not wasted. Um, The goodness of God is, will overtake you and overwhelm you. And um, he's not finished with us. He's not finished with our generation. He's not finished pouring out his spirit. He's not finished moving. He's not finished giving more to those who hunger and thirst. Um, God's pouring out more and more and more, um, more revelation, more wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Even in our generation, I feel like, you know, God's coupling the zeal and the wisdom with the older. But what's happening is the impartations coming on us because that's what I've noticed, um, you know, about that is when we sit under wisdom and we learn we're, we catch it. Yeah. It's not, we're not doing it for no reason. We're catching it. And I, I see that in many young ministers that I, I do know, and I personally follow and know, I mean, their wisdom is beyond their years. And I know it's because they're catching the impartation of sitting under, uh, people who've walked with God a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage all the young people on here to take time to sit and listen to generals of the faith mm-hmm. and, and invest in listening to them and not only listening, but applying it, apply it to your life, read the words of God, read Proverbs and apply it to your life. Everything Jesus said, everything Jesus spoke about, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, apply that to your life and you will be very wise yeah. because, you know, like the Bible says, if you can tame your tongue, uh, you, you've reached maturity because really um, that is like a wildfire, one spark and it can blaze down the whole entire forest. But when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of your tongue, that's who can tame your tongue. We can't tame it. Our natural man can't tame it. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. Yeah. He, you know, we pray in the spirit. How do we do that? We use our tongue. So when we yield our tongue to the Holy Spirit, he can tame it. So God's doing that uh, really right now. And uh, there's so many things he's He's doing and he's sparking and there's fresh fire, there's fresh oil, there's fresh anointing, uh, fresh impartation. God is always wanting to release from heaven. Do you know how many gifts and mantles and things are in heaven? God's go- His eyes are looking to and fro throughout the earth going, who can I who can I place this on? Mm-hmm. Who can I place this? If I can find one heart that genuinely is seeking me and me alone, if I find one heart who genuinely is following me, I, I want to give it to him. And that's just the father we serve. I have mm-hmm. so many other words I, I wrote down, but we'll have to do them another time. We will have to do them another time. I mean, there's so many yeah. that we could do, you know. I know there's there's, there's so many and they're, yeah. they're all so good. But I just, I don't know. It's really kind of a moving thing because um, it's just such a, such a powerful legacy and, and, um, God give Betty some flowers up in heaven yes, as a thank Lord. you, you know, um, cause I just flowers that sing. Um, and yes, cause I just think, it, yeah, sometimes, you know, people don't get to see this uh, on earth. Don't get to see their legacy play out. Obviously some people are lucky enough to begin to see that. Uh, but it's just amazing that especially what you've been through and what the Lord has done in your life. Now you're taking these words. Some of them are 30 years old, you know, 
Yeah. And I just, it's really powerful, really powerful. So. And I want to pray for you guys, for all of you. Um, the Lord said to pray for generational blessings to be released upon mm. each and every one of you. So many of you haven't prayed for a generation, your generational line blessings to fall upon you. Um, there's mantles that have been, uh, that you're not even aware that your family line has carried that aren't being used because we're not asking. You have not because you ask not. And so I want to pray for all of you right now that the Lord would open up the storehouses of generational blessings over your life. Um, and if you're ready to receive that and you say, I want that, I want mantles from my family line. I'm, I'm ready to commit fully to God. And, and that's what I want to pre, pretense this with is you, you have to be willing to say, Lord, I'll, I'll go and I'll do it. Because if you're not going to do it, there, there may not be a fullness of blessings come upon you. If you say, Lord, I'll do it. What you give me, I'll be faithful to do. I'll be faithful to steward it. Then just lift your hands right now because I'm telling you, mm -hmm. the Lord said, ask for the generational blessings to be poured out mm -hmm. um, upon my children. So, Father, yes. I thank you so much for that you're a God of generations. Really, you just pour out more and more grace and more blessing and more mercy. God, you're so full of mercy. You're so full of grace and goodness and love. God, you love us so much. And there's tons of mantles in heaven and blessings in heaven and gifts um, in the heavenly realm that have not been poured out to your children. So Father, right now, I just ask that uh, you would send your angels to release the generational blessings upon your children, God, that any uh, thing that was undone and not fully finished when someone left the earth, God, that there was an unfinished uh, uh, project on their life from heaven. Lord, I pray right now that those in their generational line would inherit that, God, and that you would use them to finish your plan on the earth, God, that you would give new mantles, new anointings, fresh oil, Lord, fresh impartation from heaven right now in Jesus' mighty name, that the blessings would overtake your children, God, that they would begin to walk into new assignments right now, Lord, place it upon them now in Jesus' mighty name. Holy Spirit, I thank you that your job is to quicken everything that the Lord's just done. Receive it by faith right now. If you don't feel anything, it's fine. Receive it by faith. Say, that's mine, Lord. I want it. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would quicken them in these next months and years and lead them in to finish the projects, Lord, to finish the legacy that you've placed on their generational line. And Lord, I thank you for the freshness of heaven. I thank you today is a new and beautiful day. I thank you, Lord, for today, the day called today. Lord, I thank you for beautiful, fresh air that we get to breathe. That is your spirit, Lord. You're omnipresent. You're everywhere at once, Lord. We just breathe you in today, God. Mm -hmm. We just remember your son and all the goodness that he paid for. God, he took everything upon himself, Lord, so that we could be free in our soul, so that we can live a victorious life. God, lead us into that victorious life. Lord, I pray that you would wash clean the souls of every person listening, Lord, and that they would become victorious 
in their walk, Lord. They would become overcomers in their souls, Lord, and they would serve you and find your peace and your joy and your goodness each and every day, no matter the circumstance, God, that you would just pour out your love and continue to pour it and pour it and pour it. Lord, I ask for fresh encounter, fresh visitation, God, from heaven. Lord, send your angels. Let us believe that they're with us, God. Let the dreams come. Let the visions come, God. We just want more of you, God. Give us grace to seek you deeper. Seek you more, God. Let Give us grace to fast and pray. Give us grace to go into the secret place, Lord, to find you. Let our hearts yearn deeper for you, Jesus. Let the distractions fade away, God, and let us learn how to stand up, resist the devil, and he'll flee from us. We resist him, Lord, and we seek you all the days of our life. And I thank you, Father, for pouring this out upon your children. Lord, let it be a blessing to them, a blessing to their family, and even to the children's children. God, bless them and their families. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen, man. That was great. So everybody, please comment and just tell us what's up. Right, Kelsey? Tell her what's up. Tell us. Yeah, let us know if you're feeling it. We like to know the testimonies. If you're, yeah, you know, the Lord did something. If you're feeling the presence of God, if you're feeling the Holy Spirit, if you're getting visions, if you're starting to see legacies, even if some people might see mantles, certain things, they might see a a book of legacy. Um, let us know because that's we want to share in that. It's just I I love that because it's so cool how God moves in so many different ways um, in mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. So and in, in like I always say, you saying, "Hey, God did this." Like that's encouraging to other people too, and that yes. increases their hunger. When yes. I see God doing things in other people's lives, I'm like, oh, I want, I want, Me I want too. that too. You know, it's not ooh you know, put them on a pedestal and Ooh, no, Hey, come, no. no, it's like, no, like all of us have access. Yes. Every amen. single one of us have access. And so like, that's an exciting thing. So yeah. Amen. Amen. So Kelsey, how can people follow you? Tell people, tell the, tell the ladies about your, <laughs> your, uh, Wednesday night things. Yes. So you can follow me on Facebook under Kelsey O'Malley also on YouTube under Kelsey O'Malley. I teach a women's group. Um, we just ended our eight weeks, which those eight weeks were incredible. I have so many amazing testimonies of healings, women getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, women getting activated and prophesying. Women, uh, you know, I, I let the women also minister in the group. So it's not just me. I say, so cool. hey, you pray, you prophesy, you move in word and knowledge gifts. So they're getting, not only are they getting filled, they're getting activated. And it's, it's really exciting to see the body of women come together and all the different gifts. We have intercessors, we have feelers, we have seers, we have knowers, we have nobby prophets, we have women with the gift of healing. Um, we're, we, we go to the secret place um, sometimes where we just listen to music for 10 or 15 minutes all together. And then I have the ladies share their visions. What did mm. you see? Did you see anything? And it's mm. crazy because we all start to share and we're all seeing a similar thing. It's really amazing what God's doing. So I encourage you, um, email me at marriageofthelambministries.com. If they'll put the link below, you can just click that. Email me 
and let me know if you're a woman, you want to be part of the class. It will start up again in a couple um, of weeks as the Lord guides me. And then I'll send out a blast email. Hey, we're starting up again. Yeah. Um, but you will be blessed and we have a good time yeah. and you'll be activated and equipped. You'll be dreaming dreams, seeing visions. God will pour fresh oil on you. You'll get healed, delivered, set free. Uh, it's really powerful. Okay. So everybody just follow her on Facebook. Yeah. That's probably a good place. Kelsey, thank you so much. It's always, always good. And I, I'm actually going to read through the, the other two of these. Um, yeah, you should. You know, bless Cause I you. just, they're really, really, I'm really blessed by them. So I can't wait to, to actually read your book too. That has a lot of these compiled in there. So, yeah. and I know other people are very excited too. So, um, everybody that is our show, do something you love, spend some time with the Lord, all that good stuff, hug your loved ones. Uh, and, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description for more info on how you can donate today. Today.